Welcome to the family with our special guest, Mike Brody. Beautiful. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Catherine Brandt. Andy Brampernard. Melissa Bernard. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Brody, the entire hour, we're going to find out what success is all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living in the parking lot. <laughs> Being a hobosexual. Being yes. a hobo. <laughs> oh a word God. that is definitely real. It, it is. is real. It's, it's real. a real word, I guess. <laughs> we'll be back with oh, Mike Brody. <laughs> Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right. Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common sense way to sell your home. Visit shift2sell.com because life is expensive enough. We're rocking out, baby. Our special guest, Mike Brody. Uh, I just got an email from a good friend, Doug Dawson. Sent me an email. From Canada? He's from Toronto, Canada. Mm -hmm. He's a a good buddy. Just sent me. uh, What a world. So he, uh, they finally opened his golf course. Canada's been shut down for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's right? still pretty bad in some Pretty bad shut down. But they finally opened his golf course. I know you're not into wine anymore, but I saw an article about Kilsada Creek. Apparently their entire winemaking team jumped ship. They left Kilsada wow. Creek. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest wines made in America, and they all just left. Why is that? Why? I don't know. I'll have to read the story. But here's the big part. Um... I'm off to golf, 
They found a body in our 10th hole pond yesterday. <gasps> Looks like a suicide. But he was not a member. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Real There's the rub. <laughs> There's the rub. Doug puts in there. Uh, well, uh, look, he was not one of us. You know, oh <laughs> that's a real Body great dog. On the golf course. Well, first off, nice. some, you could argue that Canada never opened in the first place yeah, since the beginning true. of time. That's pretty much true. Yes, I uh, love Canada. Catherine and I love Canada. Spent our honeymoon up there 40 years ago, or 36, 7 years ago, whatever it is. I'm awfully glad that we don't live in Canada. Yeah, it's oh, pretty God. bad right now. A shut down. If you like poutine. Oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's good. Poutine is pretty good. Feels like we really dropped the ball on poutine. That seems like something I America agree. would have invented. Yeah. 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 Or like I you could have taken it and been like, we did this. One they, of all we <laughs> showed, it was the French. Like, they took the A&W. They took A&W. If you ever go up to Canada, A&W is like a premium yep. fast food restaurant <laughs> yeah. there. Oh, wow. It's fancy. Yeah, it's shiny. You want to? You just want to stay there. And then here, it's like it's like an abandoned drive-in. It's like yeah, it's it <laughs> only in like the most obscure towns. Right. We're yeah. like on yeah. the way to. Well, wait a minute. There's the one in Brooklyn. Wagner's in Brooklyn Park it used to be an A and W. Now it's Wagner's. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only A and W I can think of is going to. Yeah, our aunt and uncle's like cabin. The most <laughs> exciting thing about American A&W is that you can pick up a landline and call your order in. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, and there's also that's the right. fact that if you drive too close to one, you start picking up 1950s radio signals on your on your radio. That's about it. Is that true? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> that seems feasible. That seems feasible. No. They should do that. You okay. cross the event horizon and all the trees get smaller. <laughs> you guys just made me kind of missed up here thank you so much because the one big deal of my father when he was still around till i was about uh, he left at seven came back for a while enough totally when i was 10 his big thing every payday and he got so excited to, he brought home a gallon jug of a and w root beer mm -hmm. which at that time cost a dollar wow. yeah. a gallon a gallon well, was a dollar kids, you know a gallon a gallon of root beer have well, I ever seen a kids. gallon of soda? I don't think so. A gallon? No. Was it still cold? Like frosted? Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, oh. it was very, very nice. Oh, it's delicious root beer. Yeah. I love it. I need to have my, beer. every summer I have one root beer float because mm. I'm like, oh, it sounds really good. And then I eat it and I'm like, that was really sweet. And like, whoa. It's very, it's very, sweet. very sweet. Yeah, and then I feel kind of like, ugh. All kind of floats. Three hours banana floats. floats. You're like, that's a one time a year thing. Yeah, it's like. Mm. Or banana. Oh, I was thinking banana, banana split. Banana oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm just going to agree. Yeah. Good. Not a floating banana. What the hell? You can make a floating banana. I can idea. get you a floating banana. <laughs> exactly. What a shock. That's an oh. idea. Pour hey, some root dude. beer on a banana float. Okay. Mm. That's my favorite Def Leppard song. Or a banana. Yeah. Yeah. Pour a little Pour. root no, beer on, beer beer on my banana split. I have a question. <laughs> have you guys seen the new ice cream flavor being released? I uh, believe today it's being released. Oh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. It's something extremely gross, right? It could be either really good or really bad what is it a new flavor of ice cream released today uh macaroni and cheese oh, yeah. Ice cream. Uh, i don't know about that one well corn ice cream sounded bad at the fair and it's actually not i mean it's not great but it's not terrible tom be quiet <laughs> dad are you okay i sat down and i squeezed my scrotum <laughs> <laughs> ice cream there. 
You did? Yeah. Yeah, an ice cream warrior. Yeah, That's good. Telling you a story. Ladies and gentlemen, We're the inventor of macaroni ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. Right there. The inventor of macaroni ice cream, Sage Rasmussen. We were talking about ice cream. It brought up a story. And he's, there's a place called Scoops right across the street from Font School, sure, and you I know. can get ice cream there. I know, yeah, Scoops. Listen, whenever something sounds so bad on paper, it's usually good. Like, I remember when the Facebook movie came out, I was like, it can't, what, a movie about Facebook? It can't yeah. be good. It was amazing, right? Yeah, you know, like, like macaroni. I love uh, weird flavors. I love Jelly Belly uh, buttered popcorn. And everybody hates. No, I love that. Thank you. It's good. Oh, should I be disturbed <laughs> that you're the only one on my side? Well, I mean. Think about it. Think about I it. Also, I like to try weird things. I can't 90, eat popcorn. It gets stuck in my throat. 90% of the time, it's a bad idea. But mm. that 10% of the time, you, you find your new favorite right. something. So, hey. I would eat some macaroni. If it was free, I would eat it. Yeah, <laughs> if free. it was free. Well, no, I'd there already is, which I did not know, there, it, uh, there already is a uh, cheddar cheese and apple pie ice cream. Gross. Apple pie? Well, wait. So wait. It's cheddar like cheese cheddar? and apple pie at the same time. You usually put ice cream on apple pie, though, or you don't usually, but you can. Well, you don't put you cheddar can. cheese on apple pie. Not that I know of. Wisconsin does, I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure. <laughs> that's true. Wisconsin probably does do that. I, that might be good. Yeah, I don't know. It's ice cream. It's, it's when they weird. do the weird stuff like the jelly beans that have like they're like vomit flavored. Like, who, okay. who oh, is yeah. this for? Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. That was a Harry Potter. Are those the green yeah. ones? The I, I, I don't know. Potter. I stay away from it. They well, are. That's birdie bots every flavor. Birdie bots every flavor. Yeah, there's like booger and barf <laughs> and. <laughs> hey, That's my son Sage. Fight. Mm-hmm. He's three. Fight. And a wild man. Just had some <laughs> lunch. Emerge from. He is. No, he's turning into me. How he'll be like kind of sleepy and then he'll eat and he'll just be bouncing <laughs> off the walls. I'm like, this is. He's me. He's like a little golem. He just wants yeah. his ring. Yes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> This is how he's been. We were like 15 minutes till liftoff. Uh, yeah, and then I was just yeah, like, he's, he's going to be jacked up now. I'm still that way. I'm like, I'm Go sleepy. I need Go a snack. Is he Go wearing Oshkoshes? Yes, yep. he should. Sure trying to get him to say Oshkosh Bagosh. Can you say Oshkosh Bagosh? You can have some money bags right here. Here. Here, Sage, you say Oshkosh Bagosh. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's it. That's exactly no. what it was. No. no. So, Mike, we're back at work. We can actually come out in public. Mm-hmm. Kostaki Economopolis was in last week in person. I couldn't believe it. Oh, nice. So it's great to have you in, man. It's great to be here. Great to have Sage here, too. Well, There's a lot of abuse me. coming hits yeah. way. Yeah, he, he does. Really well, hit, he he, he eggs on the abuse. I do not egg okay. on anything. So normally if a kid does this to you, you're like, please don't hit me. But my dad goes, yeah. so, <laughs> so, I don't know. It's an adult. It's like when a cat tries to play with you. Yeah. yeah. Ow! The little pill. This is all being recorded. Now he's pinching me. Go call your son over. Elder abuse. Elder abuse. Go get your son. Go get your I son. love how he's like, call your son over, and it's like, you oh, she's got the screen. She's no. she's yeah. enraptured. See, he's eating his hand. Okay, this is right. what I'm talking. I was gonna about. bite his hand. Yeah, I all wonder right. why he does these things to you, Dad. Go away. Go to your mama. Go on. I can't. <laughs> he does. Yeah. That's hilarious. He decides to He's do gonna it. steal Melissa's purse. Oh, okay, so Mike will be with us, ladies and gentlemen. So Mike, what is the latest? Uh, the latest is I'm gonna be doing some shows in Sisyphus on uh, July 30th and 31st. Uh, you familiar with Sisyphus? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a great room. It's amazing. It was built literally for comedy. So I'm doing by a, Dunwoody, right? What's that? So we're kind of by Dunwoody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like right. over the Walker Arts by the big blue Walker chicken Arts. or whatever yeah. that is. And uh, yeah, rooster. Is the rooster. It's a rooster. Oh, you don't get it. To, it's a big that, blue cock. Big blue cock. That's yeah. exactly yeah. what it is. That's yes. very highbrow. Very highbrow. <laughs> well, that's why well, they did it. Then. You know, and then there's the cherry spoon, which has anybody ever been 
adequately able to explain what the cherry spoon is about I and why that's never, represented with our city? I've never even looked. I'm sure there's some sort of meaning that is impossible to understand unless you read about right. it first. I know that for many, many years, I don't know if they do it anymore, but many, many years, people used to make it part of their growing up to have sex in the spoon mm-hmm. with the cherry. They did. Oh, okay. Yes, they did. So right. that's symbolic. That makes right. sense. Cherry Let's with spoon. See here. And, but yeah, what but I'm doing, uh, before I forget, I'm doing uh, July 30th and 31st, and I'm working out, uh, doing a bunch of new material people haven't seen yet before. So I'm really excited right. about it. Gonna be a great show. Uh, Khadijah Cooper and Lisa Evanson are opening. So it'll be good times. Mike, is that one of the one of the only upsides of the COVID deal? You got to work on a lot of material, or was it harder to work on material because there wasn't anything to talk about? Well, the, no, the material was, could come because you can. There's always a world of things you can yeah, true. pull from. But the problem was when you couldn't perform it. You, you can write all this stuff, but you're yeah. practicing it in a mirror, you know, you're like, there's literally no show, so it's, right. until you can get on stage and really feel it out, you know, it was, it's different. So it have different. you done, how many shows have you done in the past year and a half? I think I've done, well, I did one three months in, in like Wisconsin when they were just like, oh, kind of opening up, up yeah, a little right, bit. Right, right. Um, I would say, you know, it, it started to get kind of regular again about two months ago, so there was a lot of Zoom shows. It's kind of hard to even, like, really know, yeah. like, what you're doing. Like, do I count these? You know, because some of them are good, some of them are not. I mean, it was just doing what we can, you know. It, I, I got pretty good at Zoom shows, though, you know. It wasn't anything. I never even heard of Zoom before 2020. You know what I mean? No, I didn't no. either. I knew. I, I've been on one Zoom call. No, two. I've been on two Zoom calls now. Which I just sat there and looked at it and went, God, if I were there, I'd You've only been in two the whole pandemic? I wouldn't do them. I'm oh, like, I'm not doing this. you. Either you show up or get the hell away from Rebel. me. Rebel. No, I, I just didn't I didn't care for it. Here's the problem I have with Zoom calls. Could because be worse. One, could be WebEx. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, WebEx, take that, baby. WebEx. Uh, in any case, I thought you said something else. Thank God you didn't. Oh, I don't but know. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Catherine knows. What? You don't, oh, your mic's not on? Yeah. Stop taking there we go. your thing off and putting it back on. I can't Yeah, help Catherine, it. way to go, my friend. There's preschoolers in the room. Mm-hmm. There are preschoolers. Kindergartner, thank you very much. Mm. Not, not yet. yet. Coming up in September, she's going to be a kindergartner. Or August. Is it August or September? You start in August or September now. September. September. It is September. Um, <laughs> damn it, I lost my train of thought. Uh, <laughs> Zoom two Zoom calls. Zoom Zoom calls. Oh, yeah. One of them was a legal matter. Okay. And here's why I don't like Zoom calls. Because I was, if I was sitting across the table from you the way we are now, mm. there is no way you would have talked to me the way they did on that Zoom call. Mm. Not a chance. You know, they're all they're in their deal. You're in your deal, and you're on screen. And they're like, well, "Let me just tell you something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's a tough guy when they're miles away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're miles away. Everybody's a tough guy. It's like, right. I didn't like that at all. Same over the phone. Yeah. Yeah, phones like that too. Everybody's a tough guy on the phone. Too. Anyone who deals with customer service on the phone. Oh wait, God. Those people are just dicks. Woo! <laughs> like, well, blown. it's been like, said. It's true. Oh. Like. Because it's hard to physically threaten somebody over long distances. That's basically. But yeah, they do it. They do it. They, they do you know, you're it. right. I'm going to come over they there. They can't do anything physically, but they sure do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just did. I, I remember I said, first of all, they make this face like. <laughs> like, don't make a face cause just because you're on camera like you're a tough guy. And then it was like, I'll just tell you. I was like, and I literally told him. There is no way you'd talk to me like that if you're sitting across yeah. the table. 
So once you just knock it off, I don't know what you're talking about. I did so many Zoom shows, and then uh, when comedy was like really not happening, like in the heart of it all, oh, I was yeah. doing uh, online trivia through Zoom. So that was what was keeping you me were? busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never thought, I never, great, great. I mean, it was a perfect thing to, to get me through because, huh. you know, there wasn't anything really going on, and then nobody was doing stand-up unless you were... No, no one was doing it at all no. for like a, almost Remember, a solid year. Judy Gold was like on t- in the back of a pickup truck yes. standing there trying to... <laughs> Doing like in social distancing parks. When I think of Jews doing comedy, I think the back of a pickup. Don't you? You know what I mean? No, I don't. Not at all. Judy, I love Judy. Andy, Judy loves you. Every time Judy's in the studio, she's like, like, Hi, Andy. Where does she live? New York. Okay. Oh, that's still pretty cold. I was going to say, maybe from California, the big dude back of a truck. I think she was, I think she actually did a little tour. I think she did. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, she was on the podcast, and she was like, I gotta work. (laughs) There there was definitely some gigs I had to turn down. Oh, really? Like, uh, I got offered a gig to do a birthday party of 250 people, social social distancing, no masks in southeast Utah, in, like, February of, like, the whole thing. And it was just like, I can't. Like, it's just true, you know. Uh, So there was was a lot of that, you know. But we're at the point now, after vaccinations and everything. So we didn't lose anybody. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought up Sisyphus, Mm -hmm. uh, because you worry. You know, they were they were like brand new. Oh, like if clubs closed down or anything like that. Because it was a brand new club, pretty much. Yeah. Just before this. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. Not that long. Um, I don't think. I mean, the the comedy corner underground had a fire. Uh, the corner bar did, sure, yeah, yeah, right, and that, yeah. that kind of put them out for a little bit, but they're opening back up here. Uh, I think That's September. Wonderful. Yeah. Do so. you think? Do you find it offensive that they open a comedy club and call it the Rock? You must push up a hill. <laughs> I think there's a story behind it. I, I bet there yeah, is I don't a story remember. behind. I'm guessing it's like this. 20th brewery they opened or something yeah. I think it, it's I think it's on their website if you go to about let's see here I think it has something to do with like I think it's kind of dark really I think it might be I well, think like kind of dark. I mean yeah let's like see what that. it says it says but that but but that place was that the the brewery is the brewery but the comedy side was physically built for stand-up comedy with acoustics in mind and atmosphere mm. so i love it it's yeah. it's amazing yeah. so i would be very upset if that place ever closed but it does it's doing great so we got sisyphus we got uh, rick bronson rick Bronson's. we got acme obviously acme. lewis lee over there yep yep corner bar he said it's coming back corner bar um there's some other uh ones that you know like there's open mics there's bob's bunker in arden hills in arden. you're welcome bob <laughs> You're welcome, <laughs> Just Bob. Propping that up right uh, now. Is New Hope Cinema open again? It's opening again. Oh, it, it is. is yeah, opening yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, so that is good. Mm-hmm. Indeed, it is. What'd you find out about Sisyphus, Andy? Uh, basically, it's an allegory for suicidal thoughts. Sisyphus? How oh, fun. Oh, because it's pushing a rock up a hill. It's a struggle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And then every time you think you're over it, you get back into it. So go get a beer and. <laughs> I uh, guess. Yeah, exactly. Become an alcoholic. Like, <laughs> Everything will be better. Than <laughs> alcohol. Well, and a drink <laughs> beer. It's a comedy club too, right? Right. Yeah. No, so it's, it's a brewing a comedy club. But yeah. Go go get some laughter because you need yeah. it. Uh, I think it was really? like a you know I don't want to speak for Sam but it was like a personal struggle that yes. he went through and then exactly. he overcome it and that gets a reminder. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, yeah. no, so that's good. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, but Sisyphus never so. overcomes it. That's the whole thing. No, Sisyphus does not overcome Pushing it. Around, I mean, yes, he does. Around, Everything's good now. <laughs> <laughs> Got to the top, roll it down. All is well. 
Uh, you should have called it Pain in the Ass. That is the Pain in the Ass nightclub. What do you think? It's. I like the name. It's hard it to is spell though. Sisyphus. Yeah. Like I'm like, is it S S Y S I S? I mean, I figured it out, but yeah, it's. I'm not. I'm not great at that. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So check it out, July 30th and 31st. I wonder if Kostaki Economopolis has ever been at Sisyphus. Before. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Right. Oh, hey, as what far as names, you going to see a Economopolis? The printer called. They you refused know, to. <laughs> exactly. as, as much as, as much as I get annoyed by having the first name Mike, since it's so generic, I don't run into those problems too much. Yeah. No, Tom. Yeah. And you know Brody is also. Brody. Yeah. Don't, the biggest issue with Brody is that. Now the next generation thinks of it as a first name, oh, and it was never—it yeah. was always like a cool last name before, like Jaws. People would think of now, yeah. like if I check into a hotel, I checked in, and the girl behind the counter goes, uh, "Last name, please," and I go Brody, and she goes, "Last name." Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's like that too. Bernard Thomas, Thomas right. Bernard. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we were checking into a hotel. With, you, you remember Ronnie Getz, my mm-hmm. buddy, used to play at the University of Minnesota, played professional football many, many years. That's what, not the subway shooter. That's no. Bernie Getz. Well, see, not that's the whole that deal. One. We checked into a hotel. And they said, your reservation, please. And I said, Bernard Getz. And she goes, what? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, seriously. She right. thought I, that I was Bernard Getz. But our reservation was under Tom Bernard and Oopsie. Ronnie Getz. Oh, my God. Bernard Getz. <laughs> Like whoops! No, That's a reference a lot of people wouldn't get. Any I watched the Netflix not thing on now. it, but it was a big deal in the eighties. Oh god, that yeah. was a huge deal because they uh, they went after him and he defended himself. It was like Death Wish, like it was. that kind of thing. It was. Yeah. Yeah. One of our listeners wants to know when the Concrete Girls coming back. Uh, I'm sure any second now, and you just tune into the cakey more. There's a guy over I here. My strongly worded email what? was very <laughs> helpful. When did you send it? Yesterday. Oh, this guy doing a power drill next door? Yep. Oh, right oh. there. Literally, yeah. literally right against right the wall. Right into concrete for sure. What? Yeah. 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 I wasn't oh, here it was, yesterday. It was bad. So yeah. Alex, during your morning show this morning, I'm talking to, uh, you know who Sammy the Bull Grovano is? No. Sounds like someone who would kill you. But most likely someone who would kill you. He was a guy who would kill you. His daughter was on the morning show this morning, Karen, and she's a very nice person. So I'm talking to a Gravano, and all of a sudden, so anyway, Karen... Oh, like, oh God! Uh, not with her on, yeah. please. Did your dad hey, that, ever? That's the uh, Gotti. <laughs> uh, that's John Gotti's uh, underboss. That's the guy who ratted oh, him out. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I know John. Was the guy who ratted out John Gotti. Oh. He did, and then he went to Arizona <laughs> yep. and was under witness protection, and then got caught for selling ecstasy yep. while under witness protection. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Wait a f. Because you got cojones. Like, yes. I mean, it's not the smartest. I mean, I don't know if she was on this morning. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. <laughs> no, uh, she was great. She, it's a she, great she, thing to do. He was just such an entrepreneur. He couldn't stop making money. That's I all told her the story about we had Victoria Gotti on, you know, John Gotti's daughter, and I told her the story, and she had already heard it, but uh, I really wish she hadn't heard it because yeah. it was just a joke, but it wasn't taken that way. Uh, when when her father was sentenced to life in prison without parole, I said, hey, Victoria, because I talked to her like ten times, yeah, right? Yeah. I said, Victoria, you know, your dad and I are about the same size. I wonder, he's not going to need his suits anymore. Could you just send them to me? <laughs> she did not see the humor in that, baby. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I would, uh, is, is he alive still? No, he died. I think he died, he died in, prison? in prison, yeah. He died in prison. Let's see. When As he, that uh, goes He's sometimes. been dead about five years, something like that. Uh, Nineteen. 19. He's been dead for 19 years? Yes, oh, Jesus. Has. I can't take life anymore. <laughs> Everything is just blowing by, man. Who's the big mob personality? You don't feel like there's any famous mob people now anymore. Not right no, now. Not really. Like El Chapo, but that's the cartel. That's yeah. the cartel. That's and a different deal. And is he in prison? He got out. He, he escaped. escaped. Yeah. He escapes a lot. <laughs> he escaped. He escapes a lot. I just love you guys escape from prison. Oh, well, okay. that's like, I was looking up this 
like seven foot is prison escapee. I was like, what does he look like? Well, he's what seven is feet his tall? name? Or, yeah, seven feet wow. tall. And he escaped from prison. But seven but, feet yeah, tall. Me easy, but like, like, you have to just crouch when you're yeah. on the street. <laughs> I don't know. We're looking for know. a seven foot tall guy. But somebody was talking to me about this person, and I was like, well, that's interesting. I want to read his story. And then it was just like, link after link after link of people escaping prison, like, 10th escape. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Get it together, prison. Well, he's now at ADX Florence, so good luck getting out of there. Oh, is he at ADX? It's like maximum, maximum? Yeah, it's like the most maximum security. Where is that? You can always pay somebody off. In Colorado. Colorado. That's where, where, uh, uh, oh, Jesus, who's guy just got murdered in there? Boston. Ah, Jesus. Boston. Boston. Big shot. Big the Boston time. criminal. Oh, Kevin, oh, that's, that boss. narrows it down. Oh, the wasn't there Whitey the Whitey Bulger? Oh, Whitey Bulger. Yes. Yes. So Irish mafia. Yes, exactly. And the weird deal is that Whitey Bulger, even though he was Irish, was able to open business in North Boston, which is all Italian. They don't allow anybody else in there but Italians, but somehow he got in. Mm. And I don't know how he got in, but he did. Didn't we have one of his relatives on the show? We had Kevin Weeks on. Remember oh, his, his, the guy yeah, who killed yeah. 22 people mm-hmm. for him? This is a dangerous podcast. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, wait to hear this one. So, so we have Kevin Weeks. He gets out of prison just well, a couple of years ago, about three, four years ago, maybe five now. He gets out of prison, and I have him on, and we're talking, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, uh, Kevin, I got to tell you something. I, I actually have met you. And he goes, Oh, yeah, where? And I said, Well, you came down from Boston. I was at a party. I lived in New York in 1982. I was at a party, and you were at the party. And so we met and we talked, had a great time. And there was this really long pause. And he was very serious. He goes, do you owe me money? <laughs> and I said, no, I do not owe you money. <laughs> Since you've already killed 22 people, I don't want to be known as no owing you money. Right, right. I will never forget that. It was like frightening the way he paused and he just kind of right. went, you owe me money. Right, like the real person came out, right? <laughs> exactly. Like, whoa. You know, that kind of reminds me of Steve-O uh, I love does Steve-O. comedy. Yeah. He, I saw him at the House of Comedy when he was just starting to do it. So I don't know what his act is like now, but he was kind of nervous at first because he yeah, wasn't really yeah. a stand-up comic at that point. He was sure. doing it. So he was doing jokes, and he kind of seemed nervous. And he's, ha-ha. And at the very end, he would do these, like, really uh, uh, dangerous tricks. And once he started doing those, he went from being like, huh, to, like he got this crazy look in his eyes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there's Steve. He was on the podcast after he went to Wild rehab Dog, yeah. for whippets. Yeah, for whippets, yeah. 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 What's whippets? It's a very Gen that's X the, thing to get like, addicted to. The keyboard cleaner. No, that's uh whippets is like uh cool whip. Same concept. It's, oh, it's well, okay. nitrous oxide. Nitrous yeah. oxide, yeah. Oh the, huffing? Yeah, yeah. Huffing, yeah. yeah. The huffing, there you go. Air duster stuff is very different and actually much worse. Oh, okay. Well, he had a, actually he had a, what's the guy's worse. name that uh uh Steve uh the guy Oh no, 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 no. Oh, I can't remember his name. Steve the guy Miller. Who started, uh, he was one of the guys who started, is it Google? Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. Okay. No, what, no it wasn't one? Steve Jobs. It was the other one. What? Oh. Isn't he dead? Yeah, he's uh, dead now. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Steve. I can't remember. It might not have been Google. It's one of those big deals. Uh, who owned uh, 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 Big deal. Was it Mac? The Mac computers were a big deal. Who started that? Apple? Yes. Steve Jobs! Steve Jobs! His name was like Wisniewski or Wisniewski. Oh, I know who you're talking There's about. There's Susan Wisniewski. No, no it's not Susan Wisniewski. Oh, I, I have no idea. Yeah, you know where he's going is. with that. I, I know what you're talking Bacon? About. I don't know. No, his name is like Nowitzki or something like that. Yeah. But anyway, he's very, very famous. Jerk Nowitzki. Uh, yes, that's Wozniak. 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 Steve. I was like, Steve. This is Steve. Polish name, right? So he's the one. What did he start, Andy? 
Uh, yeah, he was one of the founders of Apple, yeah. He was, I thought yeah. he was, yeah. yeah. So, so Steve-O is sitting, you know, where you're sitting, uh, back in the other studio, but in that chair, mm-hmm. and he's talking about, he's on the road, and he, he's talking with Wozniak, right? He goes, oh man, you know what, I gotta go on the road, I can't go back home, and my laptop just kind of blew up on me, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and he goes, well, we'll just go to the Apple store and get you a new one. And he goes, oh, okay. So they go over there, and I said, did he give you one? He goes, no. He did not give me a computer, but he did put his discount on it. And I said, what's that like? And he goes, well, we walk up to the counter, and Wozniak, who started the company, goes, uh, just put this on my account. And the guy behind the counter goes, well, I'm sorry, sir, but do you have an account? And he goes, uh, yes, I do. Well, what's your name, sir? Steve Wozniak. And he goes, uh, what's your member number? He goes, one. <laughs> right. One. One. Okay. What a great, oh, God, we got to take a break. It's 25 minutes in already. Yep. Look how popular you are. So popular. Slow. It's the most popular. We shall be right back with Mike Brody. And give them those dates again. It's Sisyphus. July 30th and 31st. Go to MikeBrody.com. You can see my schedule and the links for tickets on there. Like Mike Brody, it's an odd name. It's the strangest name. <laughs> Hard to spell. Hard to spell. Exactly. Mike means like, uh, like Michael means like God, and uh, Brody means dirty place or uh, muddy place or ditch. <laughs> so a ditch where you love so it's God. Like a, it's a really? mud, it's a I'm a muddy place that's kind of like God. God like. Uh, I like it. That yeah. works for me. Mm. We will be back with Mike Brody. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again from my friends at Profile. Let's face it, when it comes to losing weight, most of us don't care how we get there. But once we reach our goal, we end up right where we started and gain it all back. That's what I love about Profile. Profile's in it for the long haul. Profile knows that losing weight isn't always a straight line. There are lots of ups and downs. I'm so thankful my Profile coach, Danette, is there to really keep me on track when I need it most. I cannot say enough about Profile. I tell Kelly at Profile that it's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. There's no question about that. Profile has six metro locations as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Don't wait. I am telling you, I absolutely believe in Profile. That is a fact. Call today or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. Visit ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Owen mentioned promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Andy will go, what here, 20? We'll go 20, right? No, wait a minute, 17. Uh, whatever you want. 18, whatever the hell. Whatever we'll you go. feel like. We'll go to, we'll go 19. That'll be perfect. That'll okay. be quarter after. We'll be right on time if we go 19. Uh, Mike is not back yet. He had to poop. So, um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, he said, where's the men's wow. room? Wow. It doesn't mean there. he has to poop. Oh, I think he had to poop. I'm almost certain. I'm not sure. But he'll be back in seconds. You know. Oh, by the way, did you hear what happened to me uh, yesterday at this magnificent building? Mm-mm. You had to poop? So I, I have to run down the hall and just, you know, pee. Okay? 
So as I'm walking in, I could tell the guy who was in there in one of the stalls had had a big night at Chipotle or something, right? Big night. Yikes. You know how Mexican food can kind of make you... Gassy. Eliminate a note. I've never Eliminate had that happen order. to me. Yeah, Some people it does. Know. Like I've never eat, eat, eat people like oh beans. Yeah, I've, I've never had that me. issue. So here's <laughs> no, the deal. Cord is better. So I walk in. This man's cracking one off, and I can tell he's had a, a lot of Mexican or Italian food. You could tell. I don't know which, but it was one. And then he gets up and washes his hands and leaves. I'm at the urinal. I'm done. I wash my hands. I'm walking out, and a guy's walking in. And as I get around the corner, I can hear him go. Jesus Christ, is it stinking here? He thought I it was did. You. Yeah. It's like, thank you. Thank you so much. The guy thinks I'm the one that laid down the dude. Anytime you go into the bathroom, it's super stinky. You have to kind of like wait to see if anybody else can come in so you can be like, oh, God. Boy, can you believe this guy? Point over to. Unbelievable indeed. But yeah, Mike will be right back. He did just uh, have to run down to the men's room just briefly. He'll be back in a sec. I've always liked Mike a lot. He's a very pleasant man. Yeah. And I want to tell you this again. And Sitting here with the family and all the rest of it is a great thrill, obviously. But having people come into the studio to do the show again is a, what a treat after a year and a half of isolation, basically. Well, it's people yeah. that you like, too. Yeah, because you know, not just like random like people that you're like, are they going to suck? Are they going to be good? Yeah. Because for a while there was 80% suck. A little touch and go. Oh, yeah, it was suck for a while there, wasn't it? <clears throat> what? 80% suck. It's it just was. funny how Andy said yeah. that. 80% uh, of are the guests are stand up comedians. Uh, the comedians, Mostly, for yeah, sure. Comedians. Eighty percent of them were like, I don't know why. Either but, really yeah. high or hungover yeah, or depressed true. or you know, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. Like Mike Brody's depressed. I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. Well, he's, he's a, a comedian. He has to be. We're just talking about how almost all comedians are horrible, except for you. No, <laughs> no, the only one. No, they did make a point, Mike, and I want to ask you this okay, okay. without being very specific about sure, it. Sure, sure. But there was a period a couple of years ago, a lot of really bad comedians came out. What was Ugh. that? What happened? They were terrible. You mean like that comics were getting famous and they weren't very good? No, no they, they were. It was, it was like the people famous. that went through Acme and House of Comedy, they'd come in and do um, the show every week. Yeah, they were and, getting booked despite being horrible. And then they just, well, I think a lot of them... On stage, they're probably fine, but just in this no. scenario, oh, like they come in and they're like, yeah. 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 "Yeah, or they had just this attitude." I don't know what yeah. that is, and I mean, I don't even know specifically who you're talking about, but I think that like this is, this is fun, but this is also part of the job. You're supposed to promote yourself, and you're supposed to be uh, yeah, a decent exactly. person, you know. And like, uh, I mean, you owe this to the club too. If you're, you know, if you're there that week, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. you need to go. I mean, it's a mutually beneficial thing. And sometimes I think comics get grumpy cause they're like, they're not gonna, you know, if I do something today, they're not gonna come to my show tonight. But like, yeah, but for the club, it's keeping the club on the yeah. radar. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. their club there. continues yep. to do well. And then when you come back next time, people remember you from that and the yeah. club's mm-hmm. doing well. Like exactly. it's just, um, right. it's just part of the thing. But yeah, yeah there, I remember hearing about uh, that one guy who, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, you mean the actor? No, this was uh, Jeremy. What's his no, name? No, no, oh, no, 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 no. It was um, a guy who was like, <laughs> you, you said you, you were interviewing him and you said something like, um, "Are you going to be funny?" And he yeah, was Colin something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. Oh, remember that Colin, was a, yeah. not Colin Firth. Colin Kane. He's out of the bi- Colin Kane. Yep. That's Is he out of the business? I, I haven't heard a word about him. Oh, yeah, he was like, well, he or... left the studio and went to the airport and went home. Yeah, yeah. yeah he yeah, never went to the club. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah, what do you show up at the club is like yeah, Colin Kane. That's, that's exactly really interesting. 
I just, so that, but, but so the insinuation yeah. is that it's getting it's gotten better. People have been more friendly well, since. We've always been here. We <laughs> yeah. don't know yet. Well, we stopped we stopped doing the comedians oh. completely for like a year. And we had a couple creepy people. There were a couple. Yeah, they yeah. literally yeah. took Fridays off. Right. Because they were like. Yeah, we yeah. stopped doing Fridays. Yeah. There's like, only a handful of you that are actually nice to come in and I, chat. I love doing this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, it's weird. interesting. I did not know this until just about a year ago or six months ago, whenever it was. Somebody wrote a book about I did not know the KQ Morning Show was the first morning show in America to invite comics to come in. Wow. Without, no, they had comics coming in before, but it was always, okay, Mike, when you come in, write down five things that you want to talk about, yeah. then I'll just go, so... Yeah. What, what do you mean the sidewalk is cracked? Sure, it was more of an open dialogue. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I didn't know it, but but the KQ Morning Show was the first morning show in America to just sit and talk like we do. That's awesome. So you have to do your act or don't come in. Right. So, no, you get to know people, you have fun, you laugh. And right. Then, then you go to the club and see the, the act. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I did not know that. But, but uh, yeah, it got really... The, the last straw was a guy... He came around, and he was this, this white guy. He had, had his, his friends of color with him because he wanted everybody to think that he was Mr. Street. Yeah. Mr. Street. You know. Or they were just his friends? Tom no. Jerk. No, no. They, they, they were there. One. There was an intent for okay. having them yeah. there. He was just really weird. And then all of a sudden, I go down the hall, I come back, and he just left. Mm. He was gone. I mean, I'm not excusing rude behavior, but comics are. It's not. It's not an excuse. It's an explanation. Yeah, comics like weird. a lot of people didn't get into comedy by fitting in socially. Right. <laughs> That's true. You know? That's yeah. Very true. And I don't even mean that in a cool way. Like, there's yeah, people that right. are like they just can't fit in any other way. You know, and so a lot of depression and that kind of stuff. Well, I think the depression thing, but like sometimes people think it's like encouraged, and I don't keep that oh, attitude. Yeah. I personally, I've been depressed in my life. I've had dark times in my life, but I'm in a very happy point in my life and I feel good and I don't think you have to be depressed to be a comic I think you need to have things in your life to pull from you need to be interesting maybe have interesting things happen in your life but I reject the idea that you need to be miserable to be yeah. a stand-up oh, yeah, if you look at like yeah. Twitter basically any Twitter comedian it's like you can't be a Twitter comedian without having multiple diagnoses in your bio because <laughs> that's like just yeah. what's cool right but now but that's okay if somebody is depressed and they've had suicidal thoughts I mean it's, it's all you fine encourage it well it just it's not it's not a requirement like, okay, I got my, my master's degree in suicide, yeah, so now I'm exactly. a comic. You know, it's just, yeah. I don't know. I think there's like, there's a romanticism about it, you there know, is, like, sure. you know, like Robin Williams, like, which a lot of people didn't know. A lot of people didn't mm-hmm. know that Robin Williams was depressed. The comedy world knew. Yeah, we were yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah of course. Everybody, yeah. Was, everybody was saddened, but it, it was not a surprise. The comedy world. Right. Well, and I feel like the extra zany people are usually the ones that are. Yeah, Jim Carrey, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like there's the some super, under the surface. Yeah, well, like times. I'm really wacky. There's also a horse or carriage argument because sometimes, I mean, comedy can make you crazy. Oh, yeah. Right? You think, you think oh, yeah. going up in front of a room full of people and being judged and validated pro or con nightly I could never do it. makes yeah. you a no. stable person. Like, no. it, like you no. really have to be like, <clears throat> early on in my comedy career, I had um, a show where, uh, okay, this is, I, I actually was, dr- I'll tell the story first. I was doing, I'd done comedy three times in Iowa. You can only do it once a month in, in uh, Cedar Rapids. And I went up, and my the guy hired me. The guy that ran the club hired me to be an MC. I was really dirty. I went up. I had an okay set in a professional show. Third time, fourth time doing comedy. 
And this lady came up. She's like, you were great. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I kind of I fooled him into thinking, you know, <laughs> headliner comes up to me and he goes, this is advertised as a clean show. You were not supposed to swear. Like, no, oh, nobody told God. me. Nobody told oh, me the whole time. He's God. like, you, and there was two shows Friday, two Saturday. So that was the first show Friday. I had been nervous as heck before. So I had, I, I, it wasn't just taking out swear words. My jokes were dirty to the core mm-hmm. when I started, you know, because like a lot of new people. And I went up there and I tried, uh, as my now my fifth time doing stand-up, I tried to wing a 15-minute set oh. as a brand new comic. And at one point, I just I looked wow. down at the ground. I go, I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new. <laughs> and it was so bad. This lady, this almost made it worse. This lady goes, it's okay, honey. Like, like the mother instinct came up. And then, uh, then a construction worker yelled out something that I won't repeat. And then everybody laughed. And so the next day, I was driving back to the, because I had to drive 25 minutes to the gig and back, and I remember being in my car being like, no matter how good or bad you ever get in comedy, no matter how good or bad the set is, or you are as a comic, you will not judge yourself how you are as a comic. You are a human being, and that is separate from your ability to do stand-up, you know, and that was like forced on me, because I had to survive early on, but like, I've kept that attitude, because it's like, you'll go crazy. If you have a bad set, you'll be like, I'm I'm the worst, Ah!" you just can't, you just can't. Um, but man, that was, and I don't remember those other two gigs. I remember the first two crystal clear, <laughs> the Saturday gigs. I've blacked out of my mind, like a government blackout. I like I don't even, be. it was probably about as bad as the late show Saturday. You know, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's that deal. I, this is a long time. I had hair if I put a timestamp on it. <laughs> do you think most people just do not understand how hard it is to get up on stage to try to make people laugh? Everyone thinks they could be a stand-up They comedian. do. Would I be a liar if I said there wasn't a little sadistic glee in seeing somebody talking all the trash oh, yeah. about how good they could do and seeing them go up and see that there's that moment of recognition where they go, uh-oh, uh-oh. this is harder than I thought. And so yes, uh, it there is uh, that is a little bit, and that's happened. I've seen it at open mics, but yeah, people don't. Re- I mean, people go, "I'm funny." My friends think I'm funny, and I'm like, "Yeah, your friends are jerks if they don't think you're funny. You don't have good friends. That's get, true. get new friends. You know, that's like everybody should be right. to some point. You know, the 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 goal of comedy is to make the audience think that you're their friend. You know, like they understand you as your friend. You know, because people can go up and see a guy that's their friend and they'll laugh. He'll be brand new. A regular crowd wouldn't laugh at him, but they'll laugh at him because that's oh, that's Gary being Gary. Oh, he's right, talking about the right. bratwurst at Summerfest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and but then they go up for a regular crowd, they bomb. And so as a comedian, we should be able to have people feel like they know us like that just from five minutes on stage you know or if you're like dennis leary and you're some you know you're the jerk comic you're the jerk that everybody wants to be and they relate to you know like oh i wish i could say things like that i know dennis leary <laughs> weird reference i just pulled out yeah, of a hat yeah. but you well, get what i'm saying no, i know exactly what you're saying so it is um it is way harder and but that's the thing we're just talking about the comics who come in here and stink it up being a jerk that's part of the job too yeah, like when i come in yeah. here i'm sincerely having a good time and i'm, I'm glad to be here and i love it but like you it's it, there's like a big pie and being funny is like 20 to 40 percent of it i don't know what the but there's a business thing of keep trying to get new gigs you know can you um, right. can you get from point a to point b literally on a map you know uh, are you hard to work with do you get jealous and try to sabotage the other comics like there's a whole thing that goes Boy, into it that's hard to watch by the way 
Because yeah. I've seen it like at clubs, backstage, and all that. When there's one guy that wants to just upstage everybody else, that's mm-hmm. really uncomfortable. Yeah. And they usually do it by going over their time. Yeah, yeah. Which is the weirdest concept to me that people will go way over their time to prove they can headline. So you could you proving that you can headline by not following the rules yeah. and pissing <laughs> off the owner. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing is clubs don't like it when you go over your time. No, they don't. They do not it's like not it. like you know, oh, bonus content. It's like oh, you're ruining our entire. There's night. one. There's legend. There's a one uh, comic in many. Uh, Minneapolis, who uh, was this at Knuckleheads back in the day, mm-hmm. and he was mad that he wasn't headlining, like he wasn't booked as a headliner there. So he went and did a guest spot. It did 45 minutes mm-hmm. as a guest spot. Oh, I've heard wow. this story. Yeah, before. and I don't know. I don't know if the, the owners were off doing coke or something. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where, where was why that? didn't they stop it. Where was the long hook? Yeah. Around the but hook. yeah, that, that that's one of those famous Minneapolis stories. At the House of Comedy, yeah, we had uh, turn on the light. And if they keep going for another, like, minute or two, you flash the light. And if they keep going, someone comes and gets them. <laughs> yes. Really? They come and get them off stage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please. Yeah. Catherine, like, okay, you should tell your done. Jay Leto story at the comedy store in Los Angeles. I don't have a <clears throat> Yes, you do. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember that one? No. We're at the comedy store in 1982, <laughs> I think it was. Okay. When did he start hosting the show? Was it late 80s when he was a regular host as opposed to the... Yeah, I think that's so. okay, 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 cool, cool. Was it 82, 83, something like that, right? I, I think it was 80... Well, it when never did thrill, happened, so. When did Thriller come out? <laughs> Thriller's 82. 82, so it was 82, because it was the week the Thriller came out. I remember that. So we're, we go into the comedy store, and there's a comedian up on stage, and all he's talking about are how horrible white bitches are. <laughs> Wow, ahead of the times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's going on and on and on and finally Kathy's oh, like, on oh. and on. Oh, it was just brutal. So Kathy goes, oh my God, like that, right? So all of a sudden, I look up and there are like four guards surrounding me, not her. Damn. They got me surrounded, right? So everything settles down. The guy walks off stage. Next guy on stage is Jay Leno. And he comes out and he goes, hey, hey, young lady, what's your name? She goes, Catherine. He goes, Catherine, where are you from? She goes, Minnesota. He goes, oh, a frozen bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Did that go over well? Oh, we laughed. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was fantastic. (laughs) Did you now? (laughs) Did you? (laughs) Glad you thought it was still in there. She'll be over it soon. (laughs) Someday. Hey, give her 40 years. On her deathbed. It's fine. Next year it'll be 40 years ago that happened. I hate that. I, I said what everybody in the audience wanted to say. It was that yeah. guy was horrible. He I can't was remember his terrible. name. He was terrible. It was he all was really trying to mean be. Shit. Remember when Eddie Murphy was doing his women are just a bunch mm. of leeches and all they do yeah. is suck out your money and blah blah blah. He was trying to be mm-hmm. that guy yeah. and it yeah. was just a lot of people insulting tried to be Eddie Murphy. and horrible. Yes, they do. He was terrible. Oh, that's like I saw this comedian who's pretty famous now at Acme at an open mic night and he was singing a song because he was like a song singing comedian and he was singing about raping women Hmm. and I was like hilarious how is this funny I'm not gonna say it content is just great because I'm 93 percent sure it was him it was Jay Leno (laughs) but it was was Jay Leno Leno. (laughs) I mean think about about how many comedians you know that do singing acts not many but I I have an idea Mm. is his first name Henry Okay, never mind. Um, I tell you, you'll be like, oh, I know Henry. He's nice. Very nice. He's a great guy. He is. Uh, Hilarious. One thing I will tell you, honest to God, the the same comedy store, we saw one of the first appearances. I don't know about the first appearances, but the first time I had ever seen him was, um, oh, Jesus, the guy got killed in the car accident, wore the beret. Sam Kinison? Sam Kinison, yeah. That was sad, actually. Watching him on stage was sad because he was just basically starting to come up. 
And you could tell the anxiety and the angst that that man must suffer on a daily basis. Yeah. And, of course, he died. And when he got killed in that car accident, didn't he make a reference to talking to God or something? I know. I heard that his last words were, not now. Not now, yeah. Right. Oh. He said, not now, yeah. Um, but he said, God. He said something like, Well, he used God to be a preacher. Wanted. Yeah, he was. Yeah, like yeah. a youth pastor or something like that. Uh, yeah, he was, absolutely. Very, very funny guy, though. I worked with his best friend, Carl LeBove. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah we're in Michigan, and... Uh, yeah, he told me some stories. Apparently, I mean, he he was there for that. Oh, he was very traumatic. Oh, I was God, saying. terrible. Yeah, I mean yeah. that guy. I mean, it's it's. I guess he would have been. I mean, who would have been? He was already into movies. I remember he had a video with Billy Idol in it. He would have been huge. You gotta there go. Yeah, we have to go. Touchdown. Oh, that's right. We got those people coming to the house. Yeah. Oh, I did. that man. That hour went by. Fast. I know. All the Gotties. Like, you have the Gotties coming over. The Gotties. I hope not, because I got problems if they are. You're talking about right us on the radio. Yeah, that was fast. It was fun. It's, see, that time hour flies. flew by, man. It did. Mike Brody, the thirtieth, thirty-first, Sisyphus. Yep, MikeBrody.com, and you can follow me on Instagram at MikeBrodyComic. Good man, come back soon. Yeah, I seriously. would love to. And I'm not. I'm not making this up. When you were down the hall, I said this because last week Kostaki Economopoulos was in having you in. It's so great to have you guys back in the chair, face to face. It's it's really feels good. Man. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks, I love man. it. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.